Welcome to the With Ingram series of podcasts. I'm Philip Ingram. This is episode five. And today I'm talking to Anita Hasenberg from Interpol. Warning, you might actually learn something. I'd like to welcome Anita Hasenberg. And she is the director of the Innovation Centre Directorate at the Interpol Global Complex for Innovation um, based in Singapore. Thank you so much. Uh, Indeed, I'm the director of the Innovation Centre. We call it the Innovation Centre here in Singapore. So what does the Innovation Centre do? And as director, what are your priorities for that centre? I have a dream. And the dream is that every police force in the world will think about us, that small unit, that small directorate or centre or whatever you call it, that when they start with innovation, that they phone us or contact us, mail us, whatever, new media, and that they say, do you know Innovation Centre? if this has happened anywhere else in the world. Because we are starting something which is potentially innovative, we would like to know, has some other police force done it? Has any uh, business developed tools which we potentially could use? Or is there any academic research which could be useful for us? So we want to be the connector, as we call uh, ourselves, between all these developments so that uh, countries, police forces, save money, time and energy in developing that what is already developed somewhere else. Now, we, we almost always associate innovation with technology, but do you look at procedural innovation and doctrinal innovation as well? Um, you know, innovation is not all about technology. It is about changing the mindset, the structure and the culture. Because if you innovate something, you have a new procedure and it doesn't go to your procurement in your organization, it's, you have to look at all of them, otherwise it will not work. And um, what are the key things that you're picking up at the minute? There, mu- there must be some trends that are coming through uh, your organization today. Actually, and this is what is happening at Interpol World, is that we really clearly identify trends. You know, the, the drone, not only the co-creation lab we have, but also the drone working group, is massively oversubscribed. That tells us something. What about 5G? What about IoT, Internet of Things? What about blockchain? What about partnerships? And I can actually go on. It was a pleasure today that we had such an uh, interesting uh, keynote speakers. But everything they mention is reflected in one of the co-creation labs in the, in the days to come. It's reflected in the co-creation labs during these three days of interval. Yeah. Now, um, international police forces and international law enforcement are innovating rapidly and you're clearly coordinating it. But so are the bad guys. So, so wait, wait, who's, wait. Who's, who's winning? <laughs> you, make an att- an, um, you make an assumption that the police is innovating quickly. I'm not sure if I agree. The DNA of police officers is very much responsive. We deal with a problem that uh, starts now. And we are good in it. That's why I love to be a police officer already for 36 years. But our DNA is responsive, not preparatory. We are not preparing enough for the future. So are criminals doing that? Definitely. They make use of all these new technologies. And it's a kind of a rat race. A rat race in who will be the quickest, who will be the first. But unfortunately, The criminals don't have the legal constraints, they don't have to think about ethics, they don't think about privacy, they just can go ahead. And how important is bringing the private sector into your innovations and innovative processes? For me it's double-sided because, you know, some of the private companies 
are actually making money because, for example, they use encryption. And their best selling point is that the data will never be found by anyone, which is, a, of course, a fantastic selling point for criminals. So how can they help us, law enforcement, uh, in making sure that we indeed have access to, in this example, encryption? Um, so in, in innovation that we've got through your directorate, what are the priorities that you're seeing and what, what is it that you're dealing with? First of all, as I explained before, we want to be the connector, but we have set ourselves the aim to develop the Interpol Global Innovation Agenda. And part of that agenda means that we set the priority. We think, for example, on trust and ethics is an important element of that agenda. We have to think about partnerships. We have to think about leadership. We have to think about how will the workforce of the future look, as well as talking about a holistic approach and, of course, these new emerging technologies. That's, and each of them, we, we look at them and we want to develop tools so that we can assist our 194 member countries in being more effective and especially more agile. How do we do that? Think about the Interpol uh, Innovation and Technology Radar, constantly scanning where new technologies are developed, what they mean for law enforcement, how we are going to use them or potentially misuse them. Because that's the way we developed an, a way of looking in the innovation center is a new technology can be a tool, a threat or a source of evidence. And often the source of evidence is forgotten. So think about a drone. A drone is catched. Officers do not really know what to do. They sometimes destroy actually evidence which is on the drones. So this Interpol world, for example, we are trying to finalize a practitioner's guideline for first responders for drones. That's an example. Another example is how do you build a digital forensic lab? Not every country has a digital forensic lab. We have designed an, uh, global guidelines with the help of the Council of Europe and many partners. Uh, the guidelines which can be used by countries who say, let me build a lab, but where do I start? It's all there, and in that way we maybe can ensure that we don't have weak spots. Everyone has a certain quality standard. But trying to get this across the 194 different countries that you're talking about must bring specific challenges for specific areas. What, what, what are the biggest challenges that you're finding? Uh, the, the biggest challenge I find is that you have to deal with countries being very developed and countries which are less developed. So how do you still match that both of them gain something from an innovation center? So people come with very different expectations and we have to try to, to fit them all. Now you're very positive in your approach, but there must be something that keeps you concerned. What keeps you awake at night? What keeps me awake at night is that the present police leadership still thinks, in many cases, that innovation is nice to have, but they don't feel it as a need to have. And that mindset will make that if we are not careful, in the future law enforcement will not be able to do what it should do. Because technology is there, technology is taking over, uh, the trust of the com communities we serve is at stake. So chiefs of police, wake up. We have to start preparing for the future now. And Interpol is there to help.
And each on that very clear message, the chiefs of police across the globe. Thank you very much indeed. It's been a real pleasure. Thank you so much.